Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Let's welcome our first A-team guest uh, talking about uh, the contentious uh, possibility of us having polyandry legalized in South Africa. Sboni Somkize, who is from SBeam Kize Attorneys Incorporated and is a managing director there, is joining us on the line. Sboni, so a very good evening to you. Good, good evening, Pat- Patricia. Thank you for having us. Now, Swane, so we understand what polyandry is now because it's been all over social media, all over the news. It's a woman getting married to more than one man. It's, yeah. it's been happening in other African countries, um, according to, um, you know, cultural practices and cultural beliefs. But yes. our question uh, in South Africa is, do we have a history of polyandry that is known? Um, we, uh, like you said, uh, it, it's been happening in some countries. Um, it was outlawed at some point in Nigeria. Apparently, it's happening in some parts of Kenya. Um, in other parts of the world as well, Tibet, India. Uh, it's quite an old um, tradition in some um, parts of the world, but it's been gradually outlawed um, over the years in, in certain parts of the world. But coming to South Africa, uh, except for the reign queen, um, Queen Mojaji, who is allowed to have more than one husband, uh, or Queen Mojaji of Bolabedu tribe, uh, I'm not aware of any um, polyandry practice that uh, takes place in South Africa, either historically or today. What, what we do have... Um, which might be akin to polyandry, but it it is really not, is uh, what could be regarded as akin to fraternal, what is called fraternal polyandry in um, countries like Tibet. In South Africa, and I'll speak about the Zulu culture, um, when it's done in secret, uh, when um, perhaps a a brother is unable to uh, produce offsprings or children uh, and there is a suspicion that the 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 brother is unable to to have children the other brother is secretly told to uh, you know um cause the other brother to have children by obviously impregnating the wife of the other brother. That's the closest we, we, we have to polyandry. But as it stands, there's nothing either historically or today that I'm aware of that is close to polyandry in South Africa. Okay. So in South Africa, although hidden, we've had the fraternal polyandry, as you have mentioned, but we've also had the traditional It's, it's akin. Um, I, okay, I don't akin, mean to be misused. But, but it, it, it's, it's literally the same thing. Because if one woman is having uh, relations with more than one man, then definition polyandry is achieved. But also it's happening within a family setting. So it takes it a notch higher. Hence hence it's fraternal. And even in Tibet and other countries, it's mostly fraternal, uh, which means it it happens within uh, the same family. But but the difference in, in, in South Africa and in the Zulu culture, as I explained, is that obviously it's done in, in secret. It's not really open. In most cases, the other brother doesn't know that um, 
my wife has been impregnated by my my brother as as the case would be um i would think that i'm the one who impregnated my 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 wife so so it, older people either the, the the mothers would sit together and say look there is a problem they've been married for a certain period they don't have children so please intervene um, that's as far as it goes. So it's not done openly that the other brother would know that my brother has taken over to, to, for, for me to, to have children. But those children will be treated as children of this brother, and it will be a, a kept secret that the other brother should not know that his brother impregnated his wife. All right, whatever the definitions, it's been yeah. happening behind yeah. closed doors, but yeah. also in openly when it comes to the, the scenario you've painted for us with Queen Mujaji. Right. Yeah. So yeah. now let's talk about the legal repercussions or what it will mean in South Africa should polyandry be made legal. And how long will it take before it is made legal or not? Okay, I don't know whether I should start with the last question. Last Let me question, start yes. with the last question. Go ahead. Um, there, there is a green paper. Um, the process of making law in South Africa, except for other laws that have to do with finances, is quite a laborious activity, or it, it takes a bit of time. As it stands, according to the green paper that was published on the 20th of April 2021 by the Ministry of, of uh, Home Affairs, um, as it stands for the next 12 months, between now and 31 March next year, the it's a green paper, a discussion document, really, that is still going to be discussed by the members of the public. After that, from March 21 to March 2022, then uh, there is another uh, process that will be engaged, um, which will involve cabinet. Uh, there will be a discussion within the cabinet itself. It has its own processes, and there there has to be an approval because in terms of the constitution of the Republic of South Africa, obviously laws, as much as they are passed by parliament itself, um, they are are processed by the national executive uh, in the main. So they're the ones, the constitution confers the right to, or the power to, uh, the initiate legislation on the national executive or cabinet as it, it is as it is popularly known so uh, between um 2022 and 2023 the cabinet will have its own processes then after that it will be then sent to parliament between uh, uh 2023 to 2024 so this law could be passed Possibly, if the current uh, parliament um, is able to do so, could be passed before the end, after March 2024. Um, That is just before the end of the current parliament. It's possible it could be rolled over to the next parliament that will take over after the national elections in 2024. So as it stands, according to the green paper that uh, has been published, we the the process will take at least uh, three to four years from now. 
All right. So, so, so in this case, we are worried about something that is still in the distant it's, future. It's still a discussion document, really. Yeah, and and since it's a discussion document, as as so, is it possible that there are people, um, South African general public, and the the people in Parliament who can oppose this particular um, um, green paper? It is possible. However, the the, the it, it doesn't end there. I, I would just go to the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. Everyone has a right to opinion, to oppose, to to say it's, it's not right, not in terms of my culture or my religion and all those things. But the fundamental is, is, as you may know, the, the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa is the supreme law, which means all law or conduct that is not consistent with it is invalid. So you have the Constitution, which is, the supreme law, the umbrella law of all laws that exist in the Republic that was passed on the 8th of May, 1996. Then you have Section Section 9, which is the equality clause of the Constitution. Section 9 says everyone is equal before the law, Section Subsection 1, and then Subsection 2 um, says everyone must be treated equally. Subsection 3 specifically um, prohibits or says no one may be discriminated against on the grounds. It lists about 17 grounds. One of those grounds is uh, sex or gender, which means people can't, you can't discriminate people on the basis of gender or sex or sexual orientation. For example, uh, in, in 2006, um, the then acting president, uh, Lambo Nuga, signed into law the Civil Union Act, which is one of the laws that govern marriages in South Africa. Because as, as, as it stands, there are three laws, which is the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act, 120 of 1988, which came into effect in 2000. Then there's the Marriages Act of 1961, which is older. And then there is the Civil Union Act. But if you want me to discuss those, I will come back to it. But I was just trying to explain that the Constitution says you can't, you have to treat people equally. Hence, the, the, the Civil Union Act came into effect. The reason why it came into effect, is it was because the law as it stood then, before 2006, uh, did not allow homosexual people or people who of same sex to get married because marriage was an institution that was reserved um, for heterosexual couples. That that was in conflict with Section 9.3 of the Constitution, which says you may not discriminate um, against people on the grounds of, amongst other sexual orientation. So I'm coming back now to one of the grounds that is uh, um, listed in, in Section 9.3 of the Constitution is you can't discriminate on the grounds of gender or sex. If you look at the current um, marriage laws that exist, we have three laws that were passed by Parliament. One, Marriages Act passed in 1961, to the customary, the recognition of customary marriages act, which was passed in 2000, um, and and then you have the civil union act, which was passed in 2006. If you look at the the marriages act of 1961, it deals with monogamous marriages, which which are heterosexual. 
So it says if you're a man or a woman, you can marry. If you're a woman, you can marry a man. If you're a man, you can marry um, a woman. So it, it, it deals with the so-called traditional marriages in that it is heterosexual. Mm. And then you have the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act, which was passed in 2000. That one deals with then the African marriages, where it deals with polygamy now or polygyny, in, in that a man, but it, it specifically says, the Act specifically says, only men, it deals with men. It says men can marry more than one wife. So as a man, you can marry more than one wife. And then there is a civil union act which uh, says you can marry someone of the same sex as you. Uh, although it also allows you through that act to marry someone of different sex. But there is no law coming to this to, 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 to this polyandry now. There is no law that recognizes polyandry. So there is a strong argument, although I'm not aware of any case that has been brought to court, there may well be, but there is a very strong argument to say if you do not allow women the option that men have Because in terms of the Customary Marriages Act, men can have more than one wife. But if you you look at women, there is no law that governs them that says you can have more than one husband. Now, you, you go back to the Constitution, which is then the supreme law of the land, which says no one may be discriminated against. If you look at all these law, there's a very strong argument. In fact... It's an unassailable argument that all these laws, all these laws do not, none of these laws recognizes the right of women to have more than one husband. So as such, you have a problem that there is no law that complies with Section 9.3 of the Constitution, which recognizes the, the right not to be discriminated against on the basis of sex, Agenda. Let me go to an A-teamer here, um, Kosnati. Remember, you can also contribute on the discussion. We are talking about uh, the strong views around polyandry and trying to understand the legal, um, you know, uh, the terms around it, should it happen in South Africa. And yes, as our guest this morning, Soam Kiza said, it's something that might only be tabled out in the, in, 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 in you know, distant future. It's not something that will happen tomorrow, next week. It's a couple of years before this can actually be made law or not. So, um, Gosnat, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Dr. Gazi. Um, good evening to Usingela Lab. Um, good evening. Uh, look, you have answered most of my questions whilst I was uh, holding on. Uh, but uh, 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 is there any possibility uh of 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 citizens organizing themselves either in favor of of of, of the bill or uh, against. Uh, in other words, uh, are there going to be uh, uh, public is going to be invited to submit to make submissions when the bill uh, has been tabled. That's number one. Yes. Uh, two, I'll just want to go uh, through go over that uh, which was 
which was being practiced in, in Wazulu those days, uh, it was quite different from, from this polyandry you guys are talking about because that, 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 that there was no relationship which was encouraged there. It was only uh, a, a once-off uh, a hit, uh, 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 and then uh, the, the, the relevant uh, structures would observe if, if, if it, it bears the, the required f- uh, uh, fruits. And, and if it doesn't, maybe there would be a repeat. And it was strictly a brother. Uh, in other words, it was within the family brothers so to protect the identity of the kid so that the kid could come out looking like one of the brothers, which is accept- was, was acceptable because that can no longer be practiced today. People can no, can, cannot uh, keep secrets. They always say, say on religious ground they can't keep secrets. It wasn't like that. It was strictly controlled and supervised. It's unlike people. I don't see uh, uh, that succeeding. But coming to polyandry, I, uh, I, I, I'll reserve my... <laughs> We're losing you there, Ngosnati. Sorry? We're losing you there. You were saying coming to polyandry? Uh, I, I'll reserve my, 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 my views because uh, I, I don't even know where to start when, when looking at this. It, 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 it scares me. Uh, when Why you look does it at scare the, you? The children, for instance, if... We have we, we, the men. I mean, women are assembling, or, or men are assembling uh, on, on 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 one woman. Now, what, 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 who would be the father of of, of the offspring uh, uh, coming from that uh, union or lazing? Uh, I, I see from a distance a hell of a confusion uh, because. <laughs> As it is today, you find that uh, some women would not know who the father of the child is, though uh, they, 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 they move from one relationship uh, pregnant already at the early stage of the pregnancy and move to the other relationship, and the confusion is, is caused or, or arises around that scenario. But how, how much more now if there's going to be a mob of men uh, on one woman. I see a recipe for disaster, guys. Well, Ankosnati, thank you for sharing your views. Let me go thank to you. Asanda. Asanda, good evening, Atima. Asanda, good evening. Good evening, this is Patricia. Hi. Hi, Asanda. What's your view on the legal uh, side of polyandry and even uh, perhaps <laughs> the, the, the social side of it? So, I mean, just looking at the the hype on social media on this, I mean, the fact that the Constitution is the highest law on the land, and then in a constitutionally ordained country, everybody should have at least to be viewed as an equal before the law. That's my view. But I think just a hybrid goes to tell us that we are not ready as a country. I mean, we are not ready to deal with homosexuals, the killings of homosexuals. Do we think we are ready with? We are already calling the women that are going to afford this sort of lifestyle all sorts of barbaric names. I don't think we are ready as a country, but I think it's a discussion that we must have. It's a window that we must open, no matter how uncomfortable it is, because there are people that really want to choose, just like rich men can choose. But, of course, yeah, we can get the steps around this sort of um, uh, arrangement to say that about 50% of women uh, 
uh, actually, uh, in fact, marriages end up in divorce in South Africa because women just can't take the crap from men. I mean, I would imagine now a woman has to have to choose. I mean, to say that tonight I'm sleeping with Kanyisile, uh, tomorrow it is, you know, whosoever. So, uh, and the issues, of course, around that is just choice. And I think it's the sort of uh, uh, setup that can be uh, uh, afforded by rich uh, women, uh, educated uh, on top of that. Well, what if the woman is not rich, but both men love her? I mean, does this yeah, relationship can, yeah, thing have can, to do with money? You can be loved. I mean, but of course, Gengogu, I mean, I think you just have to... Uh, just stand your ground because I think we are already hard at this. Women calling each other all sorts of, you know, unpalatable names because of the setup or because of this uh, invitation to the table to come and discuss this very issue. Already calling women all sorts of names that she's going to be a slut. Can we really, really stand? Uh, can she stand five, you know, uh, tender instruments down her vagina and all of those sort of things. I mean, I don't think uh, we are ready as a country, but I think we must open this window and go into the part of ourselves that are afraid and confront why we are afraid. Mm. Thanks. Uh, thank you very much, Asanda. Let me go to Aisha. Aisha, good uh, evening. Good evening, Patricia. I'd like to begin with the historical context. Historically, uh, what's this thing called? Polyandry. Mm-hmm. That the term? Yes. Was not practiced, firstly. Secondly, I consider this an attack on the family structure. Hmm? Was it not enough that they destroyed the family structure uh, when they took the men from their wives and put them in the mines? Thirdly, if we're preaching equality according to the Constitution, the Constitution is a living document, and we should shape it, and not it shape us. Fourthly, and more importantly, let's look at this matter from the spiritual context. When you marry somebody, you become one, and you, create, you become a spiritual one, and you take their burden according to their lineage onto you. So what is this going to do to the family structure and to the spiritual context? So this is ridiculous, in my opinion. Thank you very much, Aisha, for for weighing in there. Um, So... Look, it, it seems, uh, you know, there are varying views from A-teamers. Others are looking at it from a historical point of view, others a religious point of view, others a liberal point of view. And the bottom line is we just need to be in waiting like a perfect bride. You know, so I think that's where we are right now as a country. Yes. I, I don't know if you want me to comment on some of the comments. Go ahead. Um, with regard to the first caller, I just can't remember his name, um, he asked if people can organize themselves and, and uh, oppose this or, or mm, say something yes. about this. Yes. Um, yes. Right now, we are at the stage where this green paper or this discussion document that has been released by the Department of uh, Home Affairs, specifically it's been gazetted or put on the government gazette specifically for the public to comment. So 
if you people um advise to go out there and make their opinions heard and known about this um and and he also spoke i agree with him that uh, polyandry i agree with his explanation on how it is practiced or used to be practiced in the zulu culture uh, but but I, I want to emphasize that i said it was akin i didn't say it was exactly it um it it is something similar to it in that fraternal uh, brothers would uh, obviously share a wife in the sense that if one doesn't seem to be able to produce children, then the other would intervene secretly, as he said, um, and uh, to to try and ensure that the bloodline of the other brother continues. Um, with regard to Asanda, about <laughs> uh, that was interesting. That uh, how is a woman going to be able to handle more than one? Um, it's a choice, really, for women. Um, the the law recognizes that everyone is equal. So if women want to have... And, and I want to point this out, um, Patricia, that as it stands, right now we have um, the law that allows um, customary marriages or, or polygamy. Um, but the overwhelming majority of marriages are monogamous. In other words, it's one partner. It's just two people that are in in a relationship. Even people who get married, statistically, even people who get married in um, in terms of the Customary Marriages Act or recognition of the Customary Marriages Act, uh, there's a lot of them who remain monogamous, mm. even though the law allows them to. So- so, uh, Spanel, I, I need you to please quickly wrap up because uh, I need oh, to go okay. to yeah our next discussion. So, right. do, do you feel that as South Africans, our voices will be heard if we go and comment? Yes, your voices will be heard, but this is what I can say. Like it happened with the Termination of Pregnancy Act, like it happened with the Civil Union Act, there will be a lot of outrage. People will, because this is a shock to the system, but the likelihood, I can put my head on the block, that there is a very strong likelihood that this law will be passed because simply because the Constitution recognizes that everyone is equal before the law. So if there is a strong push for this law to be passed, if there is a political will, the law will be passed because it should, it will be in, it will be consistent with the Constitution. Thank you so very much for joining us. Please give us contact details for your practice at uh, SBM Keys Attorneys Incorporated. Um, it's zero three one. Double zero three two nine zero eight, or you can call me on zero seven two two six eight three one four zero. Thank you so very much, Bonel. Thanks.